What's going on, Miss Manuel family? Sean here. Wanted to talk to you before the show started. Wanted to let you know MissMayo.com is officially open. Those who have been dying to support of something to represent loud and proud Miss Manuel when you walk into the streets. It's now available and wanted to make it even more exclusive. Those who purchase something from Miss Manuel, if you use the discount code LOYALLISTENER, You'll receive 15% off a $40 or more purchase being a Miss Mayo podcast listener. And I wanted that to be a reminder and let you know that you have a big impact in part on Miss Manuel as a brand now and for the future to come where we'll be able to do extraordinary things, document the process of all of these amazing women in the automotive and motorsport industry, blue collar, hardworking women, because it's lack and Miss Manuel has taken the obligation and responsibility to be that vessel where young women and even young men can have a new perspective on what's possible for a female being a hard worker in the automotive, motorsport, or blue collar industry. And so loyal listener, 15% off. Your next order of $40 or more. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Miss Manual Podcast. Home to viewing a female's perspective in the automotive and motorsport industry. Questions, who would you say uh, Swazili is? Where did that come from? Who, who are you in 30 to 60 seconds for maybe your followers that might listen to this if they only uh, follow you from afar or only like your pictures? Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I think it's pretty telling that my nickname Swazilla is actually something that I've carried through elementary school. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's just fitting that it's kind of kept this kind of childish, not childish, but uh, youthful, we'll say, youthful persona of, you know, just enjoying what I do and doing it just for the hell of it. Um, I love what I do. I don't do it for anyone else. It's just purely something that I enjoy and, uh, I just really try to be completely 100% unapologetically myself. And you see that in my feed, I guess. Oh, 100%. And that's why it's what attracted me to reach out to you because it just, it seems like you're just documenting your process. You're not, you know, you're not trying to do anything for anyone besides yourself. So that, I think that's a great perspective to kind of live through and live by as, as far as the Miss Manuel family and those who come to listen to this. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> that's definitely, so where'd you start? How'd, you, how'd your journey start in the track? How'd your journey start in the cockpit? Like, who, so did someone introduce you? Did you, is it a scenario where they're like, hey, Susie, you should come out and come to this meet, and then you fell in love, or you got introduced to someone in your family or a friend? Like, how did you find the, the racetrack? Oh, man, do you want the long story? You want the short story? <laughs> I love a hey, it's whatever you whatever you're comfortable with. I love long stories, and I like to say this is like my secret agenda of talking. Uh, sixty almost seventy episodes later, so I honestly don't mind. Sure, that's fair. I'll, I'll give you the uh, the medium version. We'll go into that. Um, <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> in the middle. Um, so when I was fourteen, no, thirteen. When I was thirteen, my brothers, uh, they were kind of into cars. They kind of had little Hondas and scooters, and um, they. I wanted to learn how to drive and they said I couldn't learn how to drive until I learned how to fix the cars. So my brothers kind of got me in mm-hmm. on doing just basic maintenance, oil changes, spark plugs, stuff like that. And uh, the agreement 
went through and I learned how to do basic maintenance on the car. So they taught me how to drive. Um, about a taught me how to drive. I stole my brother's car. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just wanted to go for a drive. Uh, didn't work out too well for me. I left the e-brake up. My brother chased me down the street while I was just dragging the rear tires. Um, oh my God, cringe. Yeah, it was bad. But after that, I was just, I don't know. It was just something about it just really hooked me. And uh, I got my car a couple of years later when I was 16, um, going on 17. I got my permit when I was 16. I was driving my stepdad's car and uh, I got in trouble doing that because I was driving around without a license. <laughs> um, so it's, it's just, it's always been kind of a, it gets me into trouble and I'm very aware that it gets me into trouble. Um, it's just something that I've never been able to get away from. And so when I started, I was dating someone who worked at a thrift shop. Uh, he now has his own shop uh, called Higher Performance. <clears throat> and uh, when he was working mm -hmm. at the drift shop, I met a couple of drifters and they were kind of, you know, balls to the walls, drift missile mentality. And they were like, we're going to go to an autocross and we're going to drift. You should bring your Civic out. <laughs> um, so for those of you that don't know, the Civic that I have right now is actually my first car that I ever had. Um, I awesome. got it when I was in high school and they were like, yeah, bring the Civic out. We're just going to go fuck shit up. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I have no idea what your language, <laughs> language. Barrier. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's whatever okay, comes. Okay, because I cuss like a sailor. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so they're like, yeah, just bring the Civic out. We're just going to, you know, tear things up. <laughs> and um, so I did. I brought the Civic out. That was the first time I had ever been to a track. I had done some street racing, drag racing before, got into some trouble doing that. Um, but when I went to the track, that was really when it kind of stuck with me. I was like, man, these are these are people that are actually trying to help you out. Because, you know, the drag racing, street racing is just kind of, you know, people hard parking and flexing and just trying to be tougher than the other guy. But mm -hmm. the track was just, it was such a different community. It was so, uh, just so involved and so helpful. Everyone was just trying to make everyone else faster. And I hadn't seen that before. And uh, sure enough, my friends went out there and they were drifting around and just, you know, fucking shit up. <laughs> um so I always say that I'm a, I'm a road racer that was raised by drifters. So I kind of have that bucket mentality. Um, but I'm gonna, that's, that's, the name of this, that's the name of this episode. It's already done right there. <laughs> road racer raised by drifters. Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of, and I think that's helped me keep that attitude and outlook on it because it's been so devil may care about it that it's been purely for fun and, you know, there's no money to be made drifting. There's not a lot of money to be made road racing, if at all. I mean, I don't make anything off of it. So it's just mm -hmm. that do it for the pure love of it. And I've stayed in that mentality. And I think that's what's kept my feed very genuine. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's what's kept me very humble as far as like, my car is a bucket. It kind of looks like a piece of shit right now. <laughs> Whenever someone asks, what do you drive? I say, I drive a 1993 piece of shit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's true. I, you know, I gotta stay humble about it. It's a Honda Civic. It's a grocery getter. Um, it's come a long way. So have I, but you know, I gotta stay true to my roots. Hey, it's your grocery getter. That's what it all means. That's what it all matters. And that's what it's about. Like you, you got a, you got a deep relationship with that or that most people don't understand. So that's all that matters. You're not here to please anybody. So it's like, oh, Hey, yeah. 
I'm going to go get those. Oh, groceries. yeah. The amount of people uh, that I've had to be like, oh, sell your car, get something faster. I'm like, no, no, no. I can still get faster than this. <laughs> exactly. Like, don't try to push my don't don't push your goals on me. Like, if I genuinely like this, don't push it on me. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's why that's why I reached reached out to you because I know you've been talking for for a few months and I was I, I was asking you to get on earlier and then I saw your post that you made uh the recent post you made and I was like oh yeah I gotta get Susie on like she kind of she struck my she struck my inspiration nerve I was like she she has something to say because I, I saw that post and then the, one of the first first posts I've seen uh, was when you were you were uh, narrating over your video that you had edited as far as uh, you you racing and so I don't know if you recall exactly the one I'm talking about but that's the one I was like initially like okay she's like this is something she truly truly enjoys and this is something that we need to have bleed on to the show because again all it's about is just passion and, and perspectives because when you I'm gonna I'm gonna read for those who are listening uh, if you don't mind on what you said and I want to see to maybe expand on what you meant by it on, as far as on here Okay, so the legendary Swazilla <laughs> says, she says, uh, you, you said exactly, so there's so much behind every helmet on the racetrack. There are friendships, motivation, long nights, empty pockets, uh, bellies, laughter, uh, love, tears, failure, fear, stubbornness, and confidence, shoulders, and hugs, lifelong relationships, and every ounce of passion you can muster of something that builds you up. And breaks you down as often as <laughs> as you do to the car. So where where did that come from? Where where, where were you uh, where were you uh, coming from on that that insight? Just your I feel like it was I feel like when I saw that I felt like I don't know I'll give you my insight when I saw it. Like I feel like there's a perception or there's there's a there's an element to the track or the relationships you have that I don't know. It's like it's not understandable unless you're like in it right type. That makes no, sense. no, yeah, it's it's absolutely true. I mean, I've always said that the people that you meet that stay in it are the crazy ones, and you have to be a little crazy to to be in it, to be in the world of racing, and actually like stay in it. Because there's people that get into it and then they fall out of it. And I, I made a post uh, a while back about the same thing, where you can't racing isn't a world that you can bring someone into. It's kind of something that mm -hmm. you have to want to be in. Because there's a lot of people that see it and they're like, oh man, that's awesome, that's really cool. I want to get into that and they try and you know maybe they'll even go out and buy a car and do some mods and do a couple track days but after a while they fade out of it and I've mm -hmm. seen that a lot you know I've been doing this for a long time I think oh man I've been competing for 10 years and on mm -hmm. road racing for like maybe five or six so it's it's just been something that I've seen over the years where it's people that are passionate towards it but not passionate about it and it's, mm -hmm. it's something where it's like you have to love it more than you hate it because you're gonna hate it there are absolutely days where i walk through the garage and i have my eyes covered because i don't even want to fucking look at that car <laughs> um, right so it's <clears throat> i think that post came because um i i'm very intermittent i'm very uh random with the amount of posts that i make and it has to do a lot with you know i got other things going on. I got work. I got family. I got all this stuff. And uh, yeah, you got you got life. Yeah, yeah. So like, when I'm at the track and people catch candid photos of me, I think that hits me more because I don't see 
I don't see myself at the track. You know, I see the car, I see the lap times, I see everything else. And I kind of forget to reflect in on that and think about all the things that have led up to that point. You know? And I think there's this big, mm-hmm. there's this big assumption that I've gotten from a lot of people that follow me that are asking like, Oh, how did you become a professional driver? I'm like, I'm not a professional. I don't make any money <laughs> off of this at all. Um, and I really try to say to everyone out there that, you know, everyone struggles, everyone gets beat down by it. It's just how much you love it. And I guess that's kind of where it came, right. you know, empty pockets, empty bellies. I've been broke. I've been hungry. I've gone a whole week sleeping four hours trying to get a fucking car done in time for a race. Great. <laughs> uh, right. So it's those posts that I make are kind of the days where I stop and I kind of self-reflect Reflect. on, yeah, on all the things that have gotten me there. Because those are the times that I tend to get frustrated with, with the hobby. Because, I mean... Even though it's a lifestyle, it is still a hobby, and you still choose to do it every day. Um, mm-hmm. So those are just the times where I kind of remind myself why it's worth it. I love it. I love it. And again, this is why I, oh my god, say it every time. But <laughs> shout out to those who all seventy of the episodes that have been recorded. Because if I'm not in it, one of the ladies that I host, I'm I'm always hinting at it. Like it's this is why it's so important to like share the process because a lot of people. We, we're in an age where people grow up with Instagram, grow up with social media, and, you know, people naturally want to put their best foot forward, and they don't have context on, you know, on the work that they put, that you put in, or, like, you know, you love it, but you have a bad day. Like, literally, people have a one-sided assumption about, like, how things are, and so this manual is here to kind of, like, fill that gap, not only for, not only for the perspective of the online industry, but, of course, for the females in the online industry. Like, there's a double, you know, double, double doubt as far as the perfection oh you're a driver or you never have a bad day like this is what makes it so important yeah no to the this level yeah there's a there's a professional formula one driver that i follow and i guess i i I mean i still follow him but uh maybe six months ago he announced his retirement that he you know not because he was old or unable to do it but he was just like i'm i'm just done because it stopped being fun and it was one of those things where I was like even a professional driver can get burned out and that's what I never wanted you know I never wanted it to feel like a job I never it's not a job I mean it's completely passion and you know shout out like huge shout out to the people that have supported me and the people that have sponsored me and the people that have you know helped me get here and are continuing to push me forward but there are absolutely things that I have turned down because I didn't want it to feel like a job Right, And I think that's like the biggest thing is just as long as you keep it with your heart forward, I don't think it'll ever get tiring. That's definitely, I understand, agree. That's, that's a, that's a deep insight right there. Like that's super key. Like a lot of people push themselves to level, to, to limits levels that they necessarily don't want to go, but they feel like they have to, but just that insight of the professional driver that you followed. And he's like, it's not funny anymore. Like it's really, it really should have a lot of people to sit and think that are listening. Like, you know, like, am I doing, or am I pursuing something? Cause I really like it. Or like, what am I doing it for? Is it the real reason I really want to do it versus, you know, just what everybody else is right. doing? Like, is that making you happy? Or are you just kind of like, you know, following the train? Yeah, exactly. It has to be a sustainable passion. And there are people that they, jump right into it they think it's going to be this amazing thing and it's not 99 <laughs> of it is is pain and struggle and frustration and like just being absolutely 
done with it, but that 1% has to be worth it. 100%. You guys heard, you guys heard live right here again, like the thousand of listening. That right there is a, another insight because we've had a lot of perspectives and on here, but that's something to think about because at the end of the day, realistically, to kind of add on to that, anything that you do for the most part, I don't know, unless, I don't know, if you've got like the dream job where you do nothing and you get paid for it, I don't know. I'm just, but very minimal. Uh, 99% of the time, you're going to have to fall in love with something that you're not always going to love. Like, there's always going to be work that you don't want to do. You're never always going to feel like doing something, even though you like it overall, quote unquote. So just something to think about, because it's always, again, this is why this podcast is so important, because Instagram only tells so much of the story. Uh, a 10 second video only tells so much of the story. And this is why this is, this is why this felt such like an obligation to kind of bring the light and kind of go out and talk to you ladies and really shed light on the, the industry and like how you're dealing with things and how it actually is. Because a lot of people growing up in this era, this can honestly save lives in terms of time, effort, decisions on what they want to do career wise or what they want to do as a hobby. Like this is going to save so much time and for thousands, if not millions of people to come. Uh, for the future, because imagine if you had a podcast or a, a YouTube growing up where, you know, it, it was second nature to look up how to drift or I'm going to go to Swanzilla's Instagram account and, you know, see your work on a car, like, or whatever, go on the track. Like you save us, you would save you so much time in the, in the things and the decisions and all the things that led you up to this point where who knows where you'll be, or, you know, you'd be ahead in one way or another. Right. No, absolutely. And I appreciate that because there's a lot of people that have this, uh, glorified outlook on it and it's it's not a glorious thing <laughs> um it's something that you really really truly have to love and i think you know that's why i went at the professional level we pay entertainment industry so much because that's what we want to do and we're living our life through someone else but that's why i think it's so important to see that first person perspective so i really appreciate you having me on here because i think that that's really important for people to see Hey, hey, uh, hey, real recognizes real. Uh, like I said, from the first time I saw so like it's different. Like you just it's just a different vibe you get. Like I again, this is not a right or wrong podcast or like I, I this is low key uh, an agenda for me to kind of help people, regardless of in the automotive industry or not, to live through multiple perspectives. Doesn't matter what you do to live a happier life, just live through another perspective other than yourself. And so for you seeing how seeing and being in the industry and seeing our ladies like you just you don't it's different like what the content that you post is different and it's not you know you're not you're not purposely doing like you can tell that you're honestly in the trenches and to what you post it's like honestly something you're giving thought to it's not just to you know look pretty or look whatever it's like hey like i thought i want to share i feel like this is some bullshit and i want to like I want to like hopefully reach somebody that understands or gets what I'm actually saying. Like it's, it's different. So that's why I was like, Hey, like we got to get the Swazilla on the podcast. Cause it's like more, more together. And I know it sounds crazy and cheesy to an extent, but like, again, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're famous or you got a million followers or a thousand at the end of the day, we're all people. And all we want to do at the end of the day is have some type of connection. And no, we're not alone because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have felt exactly how you feel. felt. We've had many uh, female enthusiasts on here. Um, and I'm sure, um, I'm sure a lot of them can agree with you that do this as a passion or a profession. 
as far as the things that you touched on today. So oh, uh, it's, it's it only right. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate what you said about um, you know being a female in this in this community in this car world. Uh, they're not just looking pretty. Think is, oh man, Lord, let me tell you, that's true. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm very, very grateful to have the friends that I have in my life. Uh, they've kept me very, very grounded as far as like, the fuck did you just post? Like, what is that shit? Like, take that down. That's not who you are. And uh, I'm, I'm very grateful for them because, you know, it is, it is like, I'm not going to lie. It is tempting sometimes to see like, I've, I've had legit sponsors be like, hey, we'll sponsor you if you make a post. Like, 100% being honest, I had a potential sponsor message me saying if you post in our sports bra and our panties we'll sponsor you and i was like nah <laughs> nah um but i think i think especially being a female in this industry in this in this community um it is very difficult to kind of escape that that aspect of femininity and i don't know if you've noticed in my posts i try to stay away from posting um, even just like selfies. I've gotten more comfortable with it now um, just because I, I have a wonderful, wonderful community of followers and they've been very supportive of me as a driver first and as a female driver yeah. second. Um, <clears throat> but I really wanted to establish that like, hey, I don't, <laughs> guys don't drive with their dick, you know, like <laughs> I could be just as good of a driver if I really, if, if I really put that forward. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful for the people in my life that have kept me grounded as far as, you know, being a driver and focusing on my driving and focusing on my skill and my growth first. And, you know, any, any sort of marketing or profiting or anything like that is always secondary. And I think that goes back to leading with your heart, you know? Oh, 100%. I'm glad you said that. Like I said, that's what I'm so passionate about. Like, I know a lot of people always it's probably it's just it's probably just in my head ever since starting this thing but a guy pioneering this thing but like that's the thing that i've been super super passionate about is just showing females especially in the industry that you know you obviously you have more of a a, a sexual sexuality essence as a female than a, a guy would but that's in, we're in 2019 where you know the, the cars are on the table. You have the ability to go ahead and, you know, go toe-to-toe with guys on the track or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of 90% of things, obviously not all, try like, oh, I'm going to go play football. I'm going to tackle a 300-pound man. Like, obviously, duh. <laughs> However, for the most part, you have the ability to go ahead and compete and do the things that a guy is doing. And for me, I don't mind that. A lot of people are insecure about those things. And I'm just simply, I'm like, oh, that's badass. It's like, it's awesome that, you know, you got females out here that can go, you know, they can go in tandems and go ahead and go door to door with guys out there on the track. I think that's mm-hmm. an awesome thing. And I'm just highly, highly excited to encourage females to come, give a new perspective to males, young males to come that, you know, females are, you know, they have the ability to be diverse, they have the ability to be more than just an object. And again, kudos to those who want to, you know, want to show their body. Yeah. For me, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Like I don't care. Yeah. Like obviously I'm a guy. Like I'm gonna go ahead and go back on that. I'm a guy, but also I'm I'm encouraging the diversity of a female versus just the sexuality. Yeah, and that's absolutely. essentially why I was like, Yes. I love that you said that because yeah, that's all I'm saying. <sighs> yeah, I completely agree. Like 
kudos to any woman out there that has the confidence and just the, you know, fuck what you think. This is me. I'm fucking beautiful. I'm gorgeous. I'm going to post whatever I want. Kudos to you, ladies. Kudos. You guys are fucking queens. Mm-hmm. I personally can't do that. I'm very, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm very reserved about myself, I guess you could say. Um, but, like, that's what I mean is it's so easy to be mistaken for a sellout because you're a female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I think is kind of one of the difficulties is that a lot of the times your success is not attributed to your growth or your abilities. It's attributed to, oh, well, yeah, I mean, look at you. Of course, you're getting sponsors. Like, that's not like, I, I feel like that's that's such a discredit to what you've done and where you've come from. And I think those are the exactly. kind of posts that I reflect on where it's like, hey, dude, I've been starving. I've been working. I've had the knuckle busts, you know, um, and it's not because anyone out there any of these females are pretty faces i mean yeah sure you like i can't go through a podcast about female drivers without acknowledging that there are the fake car girls out there but i try so hard to give everyone the benefit of the doubt when i see people that are like oh she's fake she's you know she's just a pretty face like nah dude like look at her car look at her build see what she's done um because mm-hmm. i you know i've I've had the same come at me where they're like, oh, you don't know anything about cars. And I'm like, <laughs> I've had people try to correct me on my own car. And I'm like, you know, I built it, right? Like, yeah, I've had help and I've had other people in it, but you're not about to tell me what's in my own car. <laughs> exactly. And this is why this is so important. As I'm saying, like two things I encourage female the podcast. Number one, number two, document the process and journey of the car because in anything that you do, you will have groupies. You will have people that want to be wannabes. That's just the nature of the beast. Okay. And then those know who they are, and I'm okay with that. I'm more, like, I just want to encourage more people to figure out who they have self-awareness on what you like to do and who, who you are. Because really, those who want to be a wannabe, quote-unquote, uh, there are a percentage of people that, you know, that like mm-hmm. That like to be in the position they are, but a lot of them are like kind of trying to find their way. Those who might not, those who might uh, try to be something they're not, they they're trying to find the, the shoe that fits them. And so stuff like this, this co- podcast and conversation like this, is to encourage people to go deep, dirt, uh, go ahead and go into deep dive and find out who you are. Listen to your perspectives, Darcy Milligan's, whoever, Gabby Donner, whatever it may be. If you want to take this route, if you want to go that, go this route, take the time to figure out, is that the shoe that fits you? And don't force a three and a half women's shoe when you wear a size seven in men. Like, that sense. that's all this basically is. Not to bully anybody, but absolutely. more so. Uh, we are absolutely 100% stronger together. And I think that that's very important. Uh, there's a lot of hate between women within the car community. And I'm like, yo, dude, we... We already face so much adversity. We already have so many challenges ahead of us. We have so many dudes hating on us. We don't need to be fighting each other. Mm-hmm. How how was it? Uh, and it's going on there. How was it? Uh, meeting uh, Sarah Price because she was on there uh, maybe a couple of months ago. She's one of the first first females that we had on Sarah's on the Miss Mayo podcast. <laughs> I love Sarah so <laughs> much. She had such an amazing attitude and energy. All the girls from the Hoonigan event really did. Um, I think there's only, I think there's, I, I don't, I'm not going to call out names, but I think there's only one, one female from the Hoonigan uh, event that just kind of fell off the radar as far as staying with the group. Uh, there was a little bit of, uh, <clears throat> I guess, 
uh, status that was involved in that. But um, for the most part, those girls are just amazing. I stay in contact with a lot of them. I've become friends with their friends. Like uh, Sally and I, we went to Georgia for grid life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we went to Georgia for grid life. It was it was so much. And she just wanted me to go because it was her birthday weekend. Like that's how that's how amazing yes. the girls were. Where it was just you know I've offered Rathina my car to drift. I've you know uh, Michelle. I follow her. She has all of her products. She has a, a rc car now she's she has her own car made into an rc i was like what is this um sarah was just the absolute kindest most genuine hearted she was she's awesome like the girls were just amazing so uh, it was it was yeah so it was good awesome that's what i like to hear and that's what needs to be promoted like literally like i can't wait till this is at a million down a million listens to go from 2019 to a million listeners like, again, like we crush thousands of listeners already and uh for the year to start and so like this is what needs to be promoted like i, I can't say it enough like just like simple relationships and uh, just the the, the the events that transpire between you and all the girls with dina uh, uh sarah and everybody like that right there is what needs to be broadcasted versus you know the keyboard fights yeah. and all that stuff and so I, I love it. That just brings a smile to my face and my heart. That's awesome. Yeah, it, was, it was definitely a, a competition where, you know, everyone walked away better for it, I think. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had, we've had uh, Sarah. I think we had all of them. We had Sarah on. Um, we had uh, we had Rathina on. She, she jumped on. Who else who you had on? Uh, who, who did you mention? You we said Sarah. Sarah, Sally, Michelle. Um Rathina, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm like blanking out. Oh, I'm, I'm like counting five of them, and I'm like, why am I blanking out on the sixth one? I was the sixth one. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been a long week. Oh, yeah, it's all good. Uh, it's and, all good. Uh, and uh, Colette, Colette Davis. Oh, yeah, we've yet to get Colette on. We're trying to, we're working on getting Colette on yeah. soon to come. We're working on her. She's super busy. Always hustling. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's always she's always out there. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that was I'll talk. the five one. Yeah. It's sensational. All right, we'll wrap up because I know time is the essence, and you you've got a travel mission. Oh yeah, I'm actually I'm actually <laughs> I'm leaving town in the morning to work on the car, trying to get it painted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. The dedication, I love it. What's What's something that you're looking forward to? Uh, what are a few things you're looking forward to in 2019? It could be car related or not. Oh man, um, I guess this whole year I've kind of I've shifted focus towards uh, the car. Last last couple of years I've been kind of uh, I've been kind of bouncing around, like trying to figure out what I'm doing career wise and and project wise as far as you know. Uh, I graduated college a couple of years ago, so I'm just still kind of finding my way out in the real world. Um, but I think I right. finally settled in. I finally found my groove. So now I'm actually able to focus on the car. So I'm hoping to really put down more track time this year. Uh, goal for 2019 is definitely one track event every month. Um, mm. Paint the car. I'm, I'm trying to get it back to show car status because I've been focused so hard on making it run right. Because, you know, I'd rather have a bucket that can beat everyone <laughs> than a show car that sits in a parking stall. So. <laughs> Um, exactly. I'm really focusing on just bettering myself as a driver overall and 
spending more time with the people that are important to me in my life and I've, I've been doing a lot of those lately so it's 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 been a good year so far it's been treating me good sensational and um we're gonna be following your journey as far as on instagram for those who who hopped on here and listened to thousands that listen every month what's your uh, instagram handle instagram in case they're not following? it is swazilla s-w-a-z-i-l-l-a sensational all righty all right well i want to thank again I want to thank everybody that's listening. Again, this is what this is about. This is one of my favorite episodes thus far recorded and I've recorded. I don't know. They're all neck and neck. There's all, everybody has a different perspective and unique uh, observation that they're bringing to the table. And so before I say my last closing line, um, knowing what you know now, what would you tell maybe the younger Susie or the younger, maybe a young guy that's listening to this, knowing what you know now uh, in the industry, like let's say a young female that may be interested, you have a lot of females that reach out and they're like, hey, what do I do? How do I start? Or what to expect maybe? Uh, what would you tell maybe one or two points would you tell your younger self to a young female or a male that's, you know, looking to get in the industry? Oh, man, I would have to give them the piece of advice that I got from my very first sponsor. Uh, my first sponsor was Track Life Composites. Uh, when I met him, he was working out at the back of someone else's shop in this little, like, hand-built shed. Um, mm-hmm. When I when I approached him for a sponsorship, he kind of, he, he really just was absolutely embracing me as a, as a driver first. And uh, we've become mm-hmm. great friends, I, I like to think. And um <clears throat> when I was offered a sponsorship from a different company that offered me a full sponsorship, if I would drop him as a sponsor, he told me, if someone's looking for you, that means that other people will be looking for you. So stay true to yourself and don't take anything or anyone into your life that you don't feel is looking out for you. And I, as, especially in this community and, and in this in this world there's going to be a lot of people that you come across that you're going to run into for the rest of your life in this in this car world uh, it's a very small world <laughs> and i think it's really important yeah. to stay true to who you are and make sure that the people around you know exactly who you are and really support you and keep you grounded and keep you true to yourself because it's so easy to get lost in 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 the competition in the media and um the the whatever you want to call it the the insta fame or whatever it's really easy to get lost and uh, i think it's really important if i could give anyone any piece of advice it's in your personal life and in your projected media life to stay true to who you are and the people that are meant to be in your life are going to find you that's deep i love it that, that last part was deep that right there is something you could everyone needs to hang on the wall tattoo on the forehead <laughs> because that right there like stay true to yourself and you know, if you need, to, you need to make sure the people that are around you are looking out for you, like they have your at least some best interest for you. They can't just be looking out for yourself. At the end of the day, we all have our selfish interests, but if the people around you have no, like if it's literally zero and it just seems like a, a manipulative, I can't say a manipulative relationship, then that needs to go. They need to have some type of love for you in one way or another. They want to at least help. Like they can't just be sucking life by and you're giving, giving, giving. So I definitely, definitely agree on that point. Keep your, keep your head down, keep your heart big, and the right people will be in your life. 
Sensational. Well, again, I want to thank you for taking the time to jump on here. It finally happened. If you ever have anything that you want to share, again, you have the app now. And so I'm only running this thing due to the fact that, you know, I want to make this community big. And eventually there's going to be like a Miss Mayor headquarters where, you know, you and many of the females in the industry at whatever level have the ability to, you know, have these deep discussions. And so if you have anything you want to talk about, feel free to record, send it over, or even better, have another episode. We can talk on it. Um, it's definitely, definitely uh, needed as we go ahead and build this arsenal. We're almost at 100 episodes. For those who keep asking, uh, 100 episodes, we might do a launch, um, maybe a week launch before, maybe at the 70th episode, where you have ability to receive merchandise to go ahead and buy. For those who keep asking, those who don't know and they haven't listened to the episodes to start, the oath originally was we won't release any merchandise until you hit 100 episodes. We wanted to give as much value as possible to you, to you all with the perspectives that we're we'll going ahead and uncovering with each episode. So we may or may not do something beforehand, but we're very, very close. So you guys, I'm, matter of fact, it might some, something might transpire for those who listen. So I might not tell the followers on, on the internet, but for those who are religiously listening, you might have access first. So keep in tune, keep keep sharing the podcast. The goal for 2019 is a million downloads, a million listeners where the industry knows Miss Manuel. And so Susie, you have a sensational day, sensational night. Have a safe travel. And until thank next time. Thank you so time. much for having me on the show. Have a great weekend. And thank you to all of you guys listening.